Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece of the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. So glad that everybody's joining us today, and I am excited about what we have in store. But right now, I want to just encourage people, go to our YouTube channel. We are um, adding more and more videos there all the time of our guests. I know some people like to visually, we're used to watching things on TV, and this is a way to get the podcast with something to watch. So um, I work for him on YouTube. That's right. Okay. So listen. At iWorkRim, we love to vary the focus of our shows into all seven spheres of culture. Some of them would call them the seven mountains of cultural influence. The seven mountain designator comes from a God-appointed meeting between Lauren Cunningham of Youth with a Mission and Bill Bright from Campus Crusade about 46 years ago. God revealed to them that our culture is broken up into these seven categories, church, family, arts and entertainment, business and the economy, education, media, and government. Rarely do we take time to highlight the story of someone working in the government sphere. Today, we have the privilege of talking with Debbie Wuthnow from iVoterGuide.com, iVoterGuide.com. She has a story to tell and an organization you need to connect with in order to vote your biblical values in the next election. Debbie, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks for having me. So we always, we really want to hear about iVoterGuide.com. We want to get all that information in, but we always like to start with this question. Why did you become a Jesus follower? Uh, I was attracted to the love of Christ. I had a, a father who was a workaholic and didn't really feel the love of my father. And actually, it was through public school. And my speech and debate coach, who was also a Baptist youth pastor, and my debate partner shared with me some scriptures. And it was after reading John 3.16, one night after debate tournament, that I said, I need this unconditional love of a father who loves me. And uh, that's what brought me to Christ. Wow, that's very cool. So tell our listeners the rest of the story that actually gets you to this point where you're at iVoter Guide. Um, you, I know we know a little, just a little bit about it, but this was not necessarily on your radar to be doing what you're doing today. So tell us about it. It was definitely not upon my radar. So um, I grew up in the Midwest. I, I went to school and got a degree in computer science. Uh, I worked for Bell Laboratories for a while. That's where I met my husband got my master's at Princeton in computer science. And then I worked for uh, basically until I had my first child. And I knew that the highest calling that I had, uh, God had for me was to be a mom. So at that point I, I quit and I stayed home and I spent 20 years being a stay at home mom. Um, I'm not a sit still person. So God has given me certain talents and I was the vacation Bible school director. I ran a craft show at my church where we raised funds for the youth. I, I ran the kitchen there. I um, ran community Bible study. I was the coordinator. I was, but I was a disciple of Christ. I was raising mm -hmm. my kids and discipling myself and my kids. And when my first daughter started college, I, I knew God had a plan for the rest of my life. I knew he had ordained all of that before I was even born, but I didn't know what that was. Well, the first Bible study I ever did was experiencing God. Mm -hmm. And since that point, it <laughs> that was, was really awesome foundational study. to me to know that God speaks through, you know, his word, through prayer, through spirit. But I also knew he spoke through people and circumstances. So I've kind of always been a, a when I would call it a door watcher or window watcher. I look for those opportunities. So when I was staring at this empty nest and knowing that I'm not a sit, sit still person, God, what do you have me to do? So I specifically prayed, God, I'm going to look for a job next year because I know there's something I need to do. Help pay for college. 
I don't know what it would be. I've been out of the workforce for 20 years, but a computer science person, I'm kind of a dinosaur, pre-internet. So I just said, I'm looking for an open door. Ask my Bible study teaching director to be a reference for me. A week later, she comes back and says, you know, my husband programs this online voter guide and he's been complaining at the dinner table that he needs somebody to help him with some of the technical stuff. She said, I asked him, do you need somebody current and trained or can you train somebody with a background? He goes, oh, I can train them. So she said, are you interested? It looked to me like an open door or an open window. So I said, yes. And that's what brought me into iVoterGuide. So I actually started with iVoterGuide helping with the website stuff. I was the one who downloaded and wrote the code to uh, process the campaign finance data into our database, taught myself database programming and did all of that. And then those organizational stay-at-home mom skills kind of bubbled to the top in 2014. They asked me to be director of operations, which to me was like being the mom, making sure everybody does what they <laughs> need to do and everything gets done. So I'm like, yeah, I can do that. But I also knew God had called me to, to this organization. So when they asked me to be executive director, other than being completely floored um, and and just going, oh my gosh, I'm not a polit, I'm not polit, politician. I'm not in politics. I'm just, but I'm a voter and I'm a Christian voter. And I realized that I need this tool as much as millions of Americans and faith-based voters. So that's kind of what brought me here in 2018. They named me president. So I'm on this God adventure. So, okay. So you're a Christian working woman running a political organization. Is that even okay biblically? I mean, it, it, I mean, no, note the sarcasm, but I know it's okay biblically, but many probably judges saying that it's not. So, I mean, how do you, how do you deal with that? Well, I look at Romans 13 and, and that God has created government. And so that God has, has his hand on government. Why would we keep our hand off if he's got his hand on it? He guides princes, he guides kings, he places presidents, he places people in office. He places you and I where we are. We need to be involved where he places us. And I feel like he's placed me here obviously for a reason. So, uh, you know, there's a fine line in, in how you communicate with, with people about what you do in your job. And I just view it as this is what God has called me to do. So I'm going to do it to the best of my ability to all to his glory. You know, I always love to hear the story of what our um, guests are sharing with us. And Debbie, what now you are sharing about your journey that God has taken you on all these years that has led you to where you are today. And it's with iVoterGuide.com, iVoterGuide.com. And I just want to make sure that our listeners are hearing what you're saying as far as we're going to talk about iVoterGuide and what it really is, because that's relevant and timely, but also to hear your story of looking for that open door, listening to God, using the gifts, talents, and abilities that you have cultivated over the years in, in all of your different roles that are, is using you in this amazing position today. And so thank you for sharing that. And I want our listeners, listeners, look at your own lives and see, are you looking for that open door that God may have for you? All right. So Debbie, tell us about iVoterGuide. You know, before you do that, because I, I want to take a break and let's just hear from a couple of our sponsors. So hang on, we're going to be right back with Debbie Wolfnow from iVoterGuide.com. Hang on a second. I hate having my picture taken. It's such an inconvenience because I have to worry about my hair. And oh, wait, I actually love having my picture taken because I have no hair and I can make funny faces all the time like this. Check Martha and I out on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest on iWorkFram and, of course, those occasional last-minute special event podcasts that we do and funny pictures and conversations. Just search for I Work for Him. That's I Work, the number four, Him. 
All right, we're back with Debbie Whoopnow from iVoterGuide.com. Debbie, are we saying your last name right? Because I keep feeling like I'm saying it wrong. Are we okay? I say Debbie Whoopnow. Whoopnow. Okay, we're going to make sure we get it right. You listeners, now you heard it for yourself. Whoopnow. All right, so iVoterGuide.com, what are you doing there? We are equipping Christians or faith-based voters with the information on their candidates so that they can be a good steward of their responsibility to vote. We look at it as a stewardship task just like the steward that received the talents in this great republic that we are blessed to be a part of, that vote is a talent and we need to use it and use it wisely. And iVoterGuide researches candidates so that you can know what they've, where they're gonna vote based on what they've done in the past, doing as much research as we can, diving deep on those candidates, federal candidates in all 50 states, statewide candidates in four states. And then in 21 states, we go to the state legislative level, uh, just diving into their campaign finance, their endorsements, their scorecards, if they've ever held office, they answer our issue survey. And then what's really unique about iVoterGuide and I love is that we have vetted volunteers who share our values, our biblical values, and they look at all of our research and they assign a rating to each candidate on a seven point scale from very conservative to very liberal to give the average voter who doesn't really have the time or inclination to dive deep on the research a way to compare candidates that are on their ballot. But yet we have all that information available at the website at iVoterGuide.com. If you just, um, you go to the website, you enter your zip code or your voting address, you're gonna see your personalized ballot. You'll see the evaluation of each of the candidates on your personalized ballot and a way to click and see their profile of all the research. So. We don't want you to even, we want you to trust us, but we, we want you to verify. So we give you all that research for yourselves. A great Reagan line, trust, but verify. Go this ahead, is just so huge. And I want people to really understand it because I know when we were just working on a local ballot, you know, the time that Jim put into, we're new to the area. We don't know the people. So the time and the effort to, to really make sure that you're voting, you're stewarding that vote well. And I hope that that's what people are hearing is number one, we need to steward our vote. It's something that's been given to us to steward and then also to, to steward it well. You need to do the research, not, not make you know marks on a ballot sheet just that look pretty or a best guess or even based on television ads, but really taking the time. So thank you for all of your researchers, all of your volunteers that are working behind the scenes to make this possible. And I hope people will go out to iVoterGuide.com to, to use this amazing resource and share it with others. So, Debbie, here's my question. How big is your team at iVoterGuide.com? Right now, uh, we are in crunch time, and our mm-hmm. total team's about 40, 45 people. And we're evaluating about 8,000 candidates. This oh, election. my word. 8,000. Okay, so I got two questions. First of all, how does your faith impact the way you run your team at iVoterGuide? Well, we're a Christian ministry. So everybody... I know, that's why I asked the question, because so many Christian ministries have problems with their culture. That's why I asked you that question. (laughs) Okay, well, this is what we do, and then you can tell me what's good or bad. We all share our faith. Anybody who works for iVoterGuide and even volunteers for iVoterGuide, we want them to share our biblical values and our faith. So everybody, you know, we all come in with the same foundational beliefs. We pray before every meeting. We have a, a corporate prayer every Monday morning where we pray not only for our internal needs, but for our nation. Um, and we just have a fabulous team. We all love God. We all desire the same. We all want to be used by him. And we talk about this is not just a job. It's it's a calling. 
and it's a ministry. And our staff, you know, they're we, we're nonprofit, so they're not paid a lot of money. They believe in what we're doing, and 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 just give their all. We just the hours that people are putting in right now, and the way they step up and support each other and and have each other's back is just a fabulous culture. It's got to be tense around there. I mean, you're you're talking one of the one of the tensest elections we've had in our country, uh, and probably the most contentious elections we have in the country. And you're talking a lot. So you're doing federal level on all 50 states and you said state level um, on 21 states and deeper than that on four states. What's it going to say? Go ahead. Not, not deeper than that. There's four states where it's just the statewide. Okay. And then the 21 total that we go to state legislative. We don't go deeper than state legislative Okay. Um, at this point in any state. So how do we get you to be doing this 50 states on the state legislative level? Because that's something that's really important because that's a, that's a tougher one. It's easy to know how your candidates feel about things on a national level because they're running for Congress and the videos are out there. It's much easier to find them. But on the state levels, a lot of a lot more people are unknown. Uh, people running for local Senate or local uh, House or whatever they call it, depending on every state. What's it going to take for you guys to be able to get to that level? Well, to be honest, it's a bandwidth issue. It's a funding issue. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a time and scaling. Our, our product certainly works in all 50 states. It's getting the staff that understands our guidelines and our policies so that our quality stays the same. We're reaching that point so that in the next election cycle, if the funding comes in, we can just hire more people and, and distribute it and do even, you know, because the distrib- distribution's on the internet. But to, to get the um, the hierarchy of the staff who understand every stands everything and that we can pay the people to do that research. We did all of this with 40 people. You know, it doesn't take that many more for each state that comes on board. So um, support iVoterGuide.com with your funding. And, and we're working in that direction. And I will throw out there, uh, our vision is not just to go to state legislative in 50 states, but it's to go further down the ballot. I Voter Guide began just in Texas, and it was the founder's idea was he realized he was a grassroots advocate, but had never voted wisely. So he started researching all the candidates, top the ticket to the bottom of the ticket in his county, but did it in paper in a binder. <laughs> Separately, Jim Snaringer, who was my my Bible studies husband, um, ha- retired from IBM as a programmer and wanted to do an online voter guide because I know how to program it, but I don't know how to do a voter guide. So God brought those two people together, and that's what created iVoterGuide, and it began just in Texas doing all the state legislative races, but in the five biggest counties went top of the ticket to the bottom. So the framework extends further down. We've done tests of school boards and municipal elections in previous years, and really my vision or our vision for next year is to do some municipal elections. There are some cities and states that have really exposed the power that a city council, the power that a mayor, yeah. that a governor has over what happens to your family and your businesses. So that's kind of our vision is to go further down, starting to do that in 2021. How much money do you think it would take? Sorry, this is a side question, but I want people to know that are listening to this. If you want to help iVoterGuide.com to explode, to be able to really go down the ticket all the way in 50 states. First of all, just starting with with state legislator uh, people. Uh, what, what kind of money do you need? Do you need another million? you need another five million? What do you need? Well, I would say somewhere in the in that range. Our our two year budget is three million dollars for 2019 and 2020. Okay. So it was about six hundred thousand last year, about a million this year. Um, double that to, to double the states. I mean, there's some scaling that goes on, right. but there's also the website foundation that doesn't scale sure. when you go into more states. 
So three, five million would be fabulous for us to be able to go um, and cover all that. So I know that your um, organization's position is is doing the invest the res- looking at the resources, looking at the background, doing the rating, all of that. Speak to the listener though that um, are you seeing enough um, candidates to rate that can match up with our biblical values, or do we need more people to step up and say, "I want to serve," you know, in a position? We certainly need more people to step up. I mean, there are people who do step up mm-hmm. and I voter guide in our goal is to equip voters to identify those people who share our values and will fight to preserve our freedoms and our liberties. Um, but as you know, politics is nasty and, and, and we do need more people to step up. We need more people to see God's call in their life to do that, to serve in that way. Um, and, and I voter guide will be there to hopefully uh, to help the voters identify who you are. I will throw out related to that. The party primary is an important part of identifying those people. Different parties have different values and very, and the way that districts are drawn, 80% of legislators, both at the federal level and the state level are actually decided in the party primary because the district is drawn to favor one party over the other. So the election for those races, most of them, doesn't happen in November. It happened in March and April and May mm-hmm. and June, July when the party primary happened. So that's the the real niche that I Voter Guide can help people with is in the party primary identifying those people who share their values. Oh, hey, we're talking to, we're talking today with Debbie Wuff now from iVoterGuide.com. iVoterGuide.com. We're gonna be right back. Hang on a second. Unlike Jim, I didn't dream of being on camera. I was content to play piano and sing in a choir. Who knew that today Jim and I would have interviewed over 3,000 people and created tons of podcasts and videos helping Christians to unlock God's purpose for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. I work for him. All right, Debbie, we're back talking about iVoterGuide.com. And and here's, as I, I joked about earlier, you're a Christian working woman playing in a political world every day, which, as you said, is a nasty world. And, but you just stated one of the greatest things ever that we all that we need to hear that we need more Jesus followers running for office. That there's 575,000 elected offices in this country. We need more Jesus followers running for those offices. Speak to the Christian women out there, working women out there who are, who are going. I never realized I could. It'd be okay for me to get involved in politics and government. Speak to them. Well, it's our responsibility to to be light and salt, right? We're supposed to, God commands us to be salt and light. And one, you do that in your family. You do that in your church. To do that in your community, you can serve. You can serve on your PTA. You know, a great place to start for moms is the school board. You're seeing the impact mm-hmm. the school boards have on your kids and the curriculum that they that they that they choose. Step up. There are groups out there. We can help connect you with groups that will train you and educate you in how to run for office. Um, you can make a huge difference, not just for your family, but for your for your neighbor's family, for your whole community. If you step up and be that salt and light, um, that's what God commands us to be, and we need to to do that. So, right there on your website, if somebody said and you contact us, they said, you know, I'm interested in running for office. If they contacted you, you'd be able to connect them up to where to get started. Uh, we could we'll we'll work on that. We okay. certainly have ways for them that we have a link on our website right now. If you go on our home site homepage and you scroll down to where there's a map. Click on your state, and that there's where we have important dates and links. And I think one of those links is where do you file to be a candidate. But if you email us, we'll connect you with some of our partners. So our our model, our business model, is 
the body of Christ. Right. So we try to do the one thing that we do to the best of our ability, which is research candidates across the nation. And then we link arms with other organizations. So we work with American Family Association. We work with FRC Action. We work with state policy groups, Chad Connolly, My Faith Wins, and, and pastors groups. So we can reach out to our partners and they have great tools and resources to train you in how to run a successful campaign and then how to be a good whatever job you feel God's mm-hmm. calling you to run for to do that to the best of your ability. I love the fact that I Voter Guide is out there to help you vote your biblical values by giving you the background information, the scorecard information on the political can- candidates in all 50 states on a federal level and 21 states on a state level. Debbie Wuffnow, thank you so much for bringing I Voter Guide to I Work for Him and for sharing about your work in the political government sphere. We love that and we want more Christ followers to get involved in that. But thank you, Debbie, for coming on today. It's been my pleasure. Thanks. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. For Debbie, it's the political sphere. But ultimately, I I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number 4 him.com